Welcome to Valbus and Wizards. My name is Marsha, and I'm here with Logar the Barbarian. Hello! And Light the Thief. Hey, hey, what's happening, everyone? I I, I just got back from Cleveland. That's what's happening. (laughs) Cleveland? Isn't that where the lake caught on fire back in the 70s? Yeah, it was. When I lived in Cleveland, it it, it seemed like a very different place than what it is now. (laughs) It changed. So I wanted to talk for a minute with you all, just... We talk about game, D&D, and that's what we're about, but there's life outside of D&D, and I'm, I'd be curious to start talking to some of our guests and say, what kind of other stuff are you into? What do you do besides game? What other interests do you have? And uh, I, I figured that we could talk a little bit about that as well. Would either of you like to, to start, maybe, talk about some interests, hobbies, or even life outside of game? <laughs> Marsha, I'll defer to you. Sure. So uh, I just graduated uh, a couple months ago. So right now I'm still trying to like find my groundings and like grown up world or whatever. But honestly, I don't play D&D that much anyway, as far as like (laughs) scheduling and like my friends are like out of town and all that stuff. So my main hobbies tend to be like reading nonfiction or reading occasionally some like cute like fiction. I read Project Hail Mary this past year, which is a really cute book. It's about like an alien and what's it called again? Project Hail Mary. Project Hail Mary. Yes, I think it's by the Martian author. Oh, was the, the person who made those like Red Mars, Blue Mars, all those? Is that oh, what you're the, talking um, about? Or no, the uh the Martian with like Matt Damon. Oh yeah, I've never seen that. <laughs> I know, cute. I know it exists. I need to watch that. <laughs> you know, he gets like stuck on Mars and you gotta like grow mushrooms out of his own poop and stuff, you know. Oh my huh. and so on this book, he's this is like astronaut and he has to save like the solar system from being consumed by these like little aliens that eat life in the sun. <laughs> and so he's going to this distant solar system and he has to like find out why this system, although it has same aliens are affected by the same problem. And so he meets another alien who has like the same issue that earth does. And so they're working together trying to learn to communicate with each other to figure out how to solve earth's and the other systems problem. It's a really sweet book. I really liked it. That puts me in mind of you see the old movie Enemy Mine. No, I haven't actually. It's the whole thing's about the two of them being stranded there, hating each other because they're from different races. It's interesting for its time. It's interesting. We'll just say that. It, 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 I, I don't know how. <laughs> I'm curious to rewatch it and see how it aged. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Light. Uh, outside, of, outside of this, I don't know. Work has got, got me super busy, so I haven't had as much free time. But if I do have free time, then obviously I enjoy collecting uh, comic books, reading comic books, you know, Japanese manga. I collect toys as well, too. But uh, most recently, probably just, you know, preparing for our RPG games and gaming for the most part. And comic books is one of those things that I try to get to, like, once a month and have a big pile to read. So <laughs> today would be my hopefully read day for, for comics. So nice. That'd be fun. I have, I, I, I read a lot of comics in the past. I, I can't say I've kept up with it over the years. If I sold my comic collection, it was a devastating blow to me. And I didn't stay with it. <laughs> that was what, that was 2006 is when I sold. And I had a very large collection at that time and, and sold that off. And I was kind of devastated and wasn't buying. I got a few still to this day. I'll read it. But I think. A lot of my one of I, I'm into music a lot. I'd say that I listen to a lot of music when I'm not gaming. I, I, that's one of my things. I don't know if I'm as into music as some people. I've always been into that some extent. But we got to go see Rage Against the Machine in Cleveland, which was a blast. Oh, that's fun. Oh, how'd that go? 
It was great. It was very different than anything I'd ever seen. I've seen a wow. lot of shows. <laughs> seen a lot of shows. I've never been to a venue this big. It was like big arena show. I'm used to like wow little venues where you can see the the people like right up to you. So it was different, but I was impressed with what they were able to do um, with that big of an audience. And I read a lot of nonfiction as well in my reading. I'm a, I'm a reader and I, when I can, it is hard to get time. I, do, I read more game stuff now with this podcast than I ever did. Right. <laughs> I always read it, but now it's like I have to keep on reading more stuff um, to keep up keep with up the it. Day on everything. Yes. <laughs> so question for both of you then. So Marsha, you said you read books. Now, do you read like physical hardback paperback or do you read like digital like EPUB? off of like a, you know, whatever tablet or something like that. So my thing is I always pirate books on principle because it's free. And also at least before my job, I couldn't like afford to buy books often. And so that's always like my thing, but I like also collecting physical books and reading them like in bed or on the couch or something. So it depends kind of like my situation also like how important is the book to me. Nope. I understand. And then Logar for music. I think I know the answer, but do you prefer digital music? (laughs) You know, record, tape, CD. (laughs) So here's the thing. I I, I don't have any more of my CDs or tape cassettes. I used to have tons, but I also had a a, a decent sized record collection, which I thought I lost years ago. And I found my record collection in my parents' basement about, oh, six or seven years ago, maybe. Most of it was intact. There were a few things missing, but but it was good to stumble across those. But honestly, I just do streaming for everything now. I don't buy physical Same. media often anymore. <laughs> yeah, for music or for movies, I just stream stuff because it's easy. I don't need to own it. I will pick up an album here or there occasionally, but not nearly to the extent like before I started streaming. I you know. I'd pick right. up quite a few albums every month, at least. <laughs> That's the only way I can get those albums. <laughs> I said download MP3s off YouTube, but when I, once I got Spotify, I was just like, this is easier than all that. So there goes 10 bucks a month, but yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I miss being like all edgy and being like, oh, I don't use Apple Music. I use VLC Mobile. VLC Mobile? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, Not anymore, no. but... Well, I, we use we do this family plan for Spotify because there's a lot of people in the family and everybody listens to music of some sort is has their own music they're into. Both of the kids are teenagers and they get into it and they have interesting, different, unique, you know, they're into music. They got their tastes and whatnot. And they both have their full they're on the family plan. So I, I we stick with the family. It's a little more, but we got a lot of a lot of people on the family plan at this point. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's why it's a family plan. Right. So you can add more people to it. Yeah. So uh, we got that for the music. My I I tend to read only physical books. I have read a few digital books, but I have a very difficult time reading on uh, reading digital media. I just do. I, I the way I read. I'm not a fast reader, um, and I have to reread often, and, and, and I flip around often. So yeah. having a physical book is much more useful for me when it comes to reading. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. My eyes are bad, so I have a hard time with like paperback, like smaller mm-hmm. paperbacks now. So I need I like the digital reader because I can zoom into like ginormous size font. <laughs> but then it makes you know reading a page forever because I'm like flipping the digital page and like still on the same page of the actual text itself. So that's the, you know, trade-off, I guess. But uh, then do like hardbacks and like ginormous font, I guess I 
buy those. <laughs> my girlfriend does like huge font size, but infinite scrolling on her books app. And so instead of like flipping pages, it's just like she keeps scrolling and scrolling and scrolling. Oh, uh, okay. Got EPUB, it. Which makes kind of a cool idea as far as like reading. Cause I don't prefer EPUBs necessarily as far as like reading over like physical books, but I think it's like a nice way of like, if it's on your phone, here's how to make it more like the digital format. Oh yeah. I, I would never be able to read on my phone. It's just too small. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I, I, I do the, I do the large font on all my books by buying the, the, the reader glasses <laughs> and, and magnifying them. And I have to do that now that I'm getting old. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm like, I'm gonna have to go get my eyes checked for like bifocals or something terrible like that here soon. So I'm just like, uh, just give me the digital reader. Then I can just zoom in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I've been I when we went off to Cleveland this week, uh, we ran through my old neighborhood and stuff, and, and I got to see where I grew up and how much it had changed and a few other places. But on the uh, when I was up there, I brought my uh, copy of Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy and started rereading that Aww. up there. <laughs> yeah, the uh, Ultimate Edition, but wasn't it that you, that you posted about? Yeah, it's it's a real nice. Barnes and Noble puts out these really nice editions, of like classic, yeah. yeah, classic literature, comps, omnibus editions with beautiful covers, and I really like to pick those up. I got the complete HP Lovecraft stories and stuff yeah, like that likewise. in those too. <laughs> I forgot where my copy went. I got to go dig for it. The other thing I have that is not from the Barnes and Noble one that I love is I got the complete Conan the Barbarian stories from Robert E. Howard, which is a nice big omnibus. It's nice to pick up and read because there's lots of short stories in there. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think I had that one. I think I had that one broken up into like three paperback books. I got. I, I need to get some of the other ones because I've not. Only thing I've read mostly of his is the Conan stuff. I've never. Oh read yeah, Solomon Kane. I, I had the Solomon Kane collected edition and then a couple of the other ones as well too. He, he like did a lot of Western stories as well too. Yeah, I've never read any of those. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we went. We went up to that show and 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 it blew my mind. I, I'm going to tell you this. It was like uh, like my politics lean very much in line with where Zach Della Roche is, is Dax Della Roche being the lead singer and Tom Morello. He wears an IWW hat everywhere he goes. Oh, cool. Well, we were in Kansas City. He used to he used to be able to go to his, his old was it Night Watchman was his band. He used to be able to go to the Night Watchman show for free. If you had your little red card from the IWW, you could get in for free when they do their tours. Oh, really? Oh, that's nice. Wow. I never made it out to him because I always had kids or work or something going, but I knew a few wobblies that would go check out the shows and they wouldn't have to pay. They'd just get in and they'd always let let us table there as well. Yeah, because I remember back in the 90s with the like the Mighty Mighty Boston's, we could table, you know, uh, anti-racist action, ARA, you know, we could yeah. table at their events, no problem. And they give us a shout out and everything. So it was really good. Yeah. And so when we went here, it was they had some activist type folks handing stuff out over the recent Supreme Court justice, rule, Supreme Court rulings and stuff like that. But there wasn't as yeah. much of a official presence in there. It seemed like the venue had a lot of control was going on in there. And well, it's a large venue versus like a yeah. you know, small hole in the wall bar type of thing. <laughs> yeah. So by the t- time they came on, though, like 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 they had a lot of images they would show like videos that were very politically charged. It wasn't like words or talking, just just showing things that are going on in the world. Like one of the things they showed was poor uh, Tamira Rice, who was murdered up yep. there in Cleveland by the police, a uh, young boy that was killed. And uh, like they had a lot of very I I was impressed. It was amazing to see that many people 
kind of getting this view and this this perspective that you don't often hear on the six o'clock news. And I was I was happy. I was content. <laughs> it was a good thing to see. <laughs> so, you know, <laughs> you got like Rage, you got Public Enemy, all of those are political type mm-hmm. of bands that hopefully will uh, raise the consciousness of folks out there. So. Well, Public Enemy, I don't think they're even... Have they been doing it? Chuck, has he been doing anything? He, he did something with... The, Chuck D did with... Uh, old... Chuck D, yeah, Chuck D's been active. I don't I don't think Public Enemy has a cohesive band that's been active, but Chuck D's still pretty active. Well, he did the... They did Prophets of Rage. It was the band... It was Rage Against the Machine band it was for the most part. It was a super Chuck, band. Yeah, yeah, Chuck D and, and Be Real from, from Cypress Hill. And I from like Cypress, Cypress Hill. I like oh, Cypress Hill. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Marsha. These are probably somewhat <laughs> older bands. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, that was it. Was hip when I was young. Yeah, <laughs> I'm an old, was, my age is yeah. yeah. So, Mar- Marsha, what what other stuff are you into right now? So, you got you got some reading going on. You said, oh uh, yes, I have some. Actually, a manga just started. I started reading. I've been reading for a couple months. It's called Heaven's Design Team. It's about these designers who were receive like outsourced work from God to make animals on earth. That's a really cute, like comic about like biology and how like my animals work the way they do. And also the character is really cute. So it makes me really happy to read. Oh, that's an interesting concept. So it'd be like engineering and design for the next life form. Right. <laughs> it's really cute. Uh, it sounds like something we need to be doing for our D&D games. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one of my big things is here's the thing. Like I'm going to be honest I think about role-playing games in D&D a lot. <laughs> no, same as far as like, when I'm bored, I start opening my notes up. I'm like, I'm going to start blogging right now because I'm not doing something. And it's always like something to write about because it's Correct. all made up. And so you can invent whatever you need to just fill your time up. True. That's something that we should do more is uh, do some more writing and more creating. For both uh, in game as well as I don't know, Logan and I have been talking about. We need to do a zine sometime and then, you know, finish that module that we've been talking about doing for a while as well, too. So I've been, I've been writing a lot and, and it's, it's with the time frame of trying to get as much stuff written and up to, but, but between doing this and having the kids and everything, it's hard to get enough time in there to finish things up as far as I want to go. I need a little more time to myself. I need to work a little less. (laughs) Life gets in the way. I need to work a little less at the end of the day. See how little I can work so I can focus on those things. <laughs> there, there was a reason I brought some up. What would I say? Oh, I think about it a lot. I think about this game a lot. Like if I go into like, like, like a family gathering and everybody's sitting around talking or I'm out with friends hanging out, for some reason, my mind just drifts, drifts back to thinking about like game books or game ideas all the time. And I just sit there quiet thinking about game. Everybody's talking. And I'm completely <laughs> distracted in my head often. I'm so ADHD. I'm always in my head. So I'll be sitting there just quiet, listening, nodding. And in my mind, I'm doing pretty much what I do here, going through my head about D&D right. stuff. <laughs> be like, so Largar, what did you think about dinner? And you'd be like, oh, the, 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 the part was for the halflings. It's great. It's like, Pretty much, yeah. I, I I I try to I try to I try to focus on other things besides games. I need some ADHD meds to help me with that. Sometimes <laughs> it is what it is. It, it was what it is. So as as for life outside of games, we all got them, and that's one thing I think we did an episode on before. Life outside of game also kind of can come in and take up place of like I can't necessarily play game every single Wednesday night when we got a game every Wednesday night. Sometimes I've got 
to go up to the Rage Against the Machine show because I'm like, yeah, I'm going to see that. I got the chance. But a lot of times it's like, you know, I miss game for kids' birthdays and stuff like that because those things come first in life. You know, there's a lot of things. Yeah, that take priority over me playing a game with my (laughs) friends. (laughs) Oh, yeah. This week was rough because I think both of us missed the uh, Black Star game with Florida Lynn. Yeah. You were in. I think you were in uh, Cleveland and I, I had a work event that night. So um, yeah, things happened. Yeah. And, and then I overslept the Sunday game that we had with all flesh must be eaten. So. Oh, yeah. I had a chaotic, well, with that last game, I had so much stuff. Like I had children trying to leave and everything else. It's like, one of the nice things about playing online is that I'm able to run upstairs and take care of kids stuff real quick. <laughs> That's true. So Marsha, were you playing online before? for your uh, games or were you doing in-person? So before COVID, I was mostly in-person because it was less like we're going to play a game more like the game's excuse for us to hang out. And so sure. we would get snacks, we would get drinks and we just kind of like play a little D&D or Honey Heist or whatever. But because of COVID, I think I started playing more often because online is much easier to like plan around and also yeah. just like, you don't have to like drive anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Lately it's been more like online Zoom games or Discord games. Yeah, we we move most of our we have some in person games. I'm a Saturday night game. Every other Saturday night, I run in person. But outside of that, most of our games are online. Yeah, like what you had said about the social. Um, th- there oh, is yeah. like when we get together, especially on our Saturday night games, or even when we get together online. But like like we do the potluck thing a lot. We almost always have some kind of food, and there's a lot of it takes us a while to actually start playing because everybody's getting together and mingling, talking about their right. weeks or other things we're interested in. It is kind of keeps a social life alive for us, you know? And, Absolutely. It's a nice structure. Yeah. And our game group is, is, is people that have things in common for the most part. We, we have certain things in common. It's kind of why we ask certain people to play with us. Like, hey, you can probably get <laughs> along with us. Come join us. And you know, some of our best friends are the people we game with, you know? Right. We're about on time. I heard a little over. <laughs> If you've enjoyed what you've heard here today, please give us a positive review wherever you're listening. Marsha, you want to give them your, 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 your online info? Yes. My Twitter handle is Traverse Fantasy, and my blog and other stuff is linked from there. You can find us on Facebook. Search Wobblies and Wizards. Wobbliesandwizards.com is our blog. I'm on Twitter at LogarHaleCrom. We're on Patreon, patreon.com backslash Wobblies and Wizards. And as always, keep those dice rolling. Roll them as much as you can.